0: Chapter fifty three of Miss Marchbanks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Miss Marchbanks by Mrs. Oliphant. Chapter fifty three this was the hardest personal encounter which miss marjoribanks was subjected to but when the news circulated in grange lane there was first a dead pause of incredulity and amazement and then such a commotion as could be compared to nothing except a sudden squall at sea people who had been going peaceably on their way at one moment thinking of nothing were to be seen the next buffeted by the wind of rumour and tossed about on the waves of astonishment To speak less metaphorically but there are moments of emotion so overwhelming and unprecedented that they can be dealt with only in the language of metaphor every household in grange lane and at least half of the humbler houses in Grove street and a large proportion of the other dwelling places in carlingford were nearly as much agitated about lucilla's marriage as if it had been a daughter of their own now that he was recalled to their minds in such a startling way people began to recollect with greater and greater distinctness that there was once a cousin you know and to remember him in his youth and even in his boyhood when he had been much in carlingford and by degrees the grange lane people came to find that they knew a great deal about tom and to remind each other of the abrupt end of his last visit and of his going to india immediately after and of many a little circumstance in lucilla's looks and general demeanour which this denouement seemed to make plain lady richmond though she was a little annoyed about mr ashburton's disappointment decided at once that it was best to ignore that altogether and was quite glad to think that she had always said there must be somebody she bore up a great deal too well against all her little disappointments said the county lady when discussing the matter when a girl does that one may be always sure there is somebody behind and you know i always said when she was not just talking or busy that there was a preoccupation in lucilla's eye this was a speech which mrs Whitburn, as might have been expected made a great deal of but notwithstanding it had its effect in grange lane going back upon their recollections most people were able to verify the fact that miss marjoribanks had borne her little disappointments very well and that there was sometimes a preoccupation in her eye the first was beyond dispute and as for the second it was a thing which did not require a very great stretch of imagination to suppose and the unexpected sensation of finding at last a distinct bit of romance to soften lucilla's glory and bring her to the level of ordinary humanity was pleasant to most people if she had married mr ashburton it would have been so far as anything connected with miss Marchbanks could be a commonplace conclusion but now she had upset everybody's theories and made an altogether original and unlooked-for ending for herself which was a thing to have been expected from lucilla though nobody could have foreseen the special turn which her originality would take but nothing could have come in more appropriately after the election when people felt the blank of ordinary existence just beginning to settle down upon them again it kept all carlingford in conversation for a longer time than might be supposed in these busy days for there was not only the fact itself but what they were to do and where they were to go to be discussed and then tom himself began to be visible about grange lane and he had heaps of indian things among his baggage and recollected so affectionately the people he used to know and dispensed his curiosities with such a liberal hand that the heart of carlingford was touched he had a way of miscalculating distances as had been said and exercised some kind of magnetic influence upon all the little tables and unsteady articles of furniture round him which somehow seemed to fall if he but looked at them but on the other hand john brown who had in hand the sale of marchbank found him the most straightforward and clear-headed of clients the two had all the preliminaries arranged before any other intending purchaser had time to turn the matter over in his mind and tom had the old brick house full of workmen before anybody knew it was his when the summer had fairly commenced he went over and lived there and saw to everything and went so far as to fit up the drawing-room with the same well-remembered tint of pale green which had been found ten years ago to suit so well with lucilla's complexion it was perhaps a little hazardous to repeat the experiment for green as everybody knows is a very trying colour but it was a most touching and triumphant proof that to tom at least lucilla was as young as ever and had not even begun to go off it was mr holden who supplied everything and he was naturally proud of the trust this reposed in him and formed the very highest opinion of his customer and it was probably from his enthusiasm on the subject that might be traced originally that singular revolution of sentiment in grange lane which suddenly woke up all in an instant without knowing how to recognise the existence of mr marshbanks and to forget the undue familiarity which had ventured upon the name tom when lucilla went over in the most proper and decorous way under the charge of aunt jemima to see her future home the sight of the village at marchbank was sweet to her eyes that it was not by any means sweet to any other sense did but enhance miss marchbank's satisfaction a year after this she said to herself and her bosom swelled for to realize clearly how much she had it in her power to do for her fellow-creatures was indeed a pleasure it occupied her a great deal more than the gardens did which tom was arranging so carefully or even than the kitchen which she inspected for the information of nancy for at that time the drawing-room was not fitted up lucilla's eyes went over the moral wilderness with the practical glance of a statesman and at the same time the sanguine enthusiasm of a philanthropist she saw of what it was capable and already in imagination the desert blossomed like a rose before her beneficent steps and a sweet sense of well-doing rose in her breast and then to see tom at marchbank was to see his qualities he was not a man of original mind nor one who would be likely to take a bold initiative considering all the circumstances this was a gift which was scarcely to be wished for but he had a perfect genius for carrying out a suggestion which it need scarcely be added was a faculty which considering the good fortune which providence had so long reserved for him made his character as near perfect as humanity permits lucilla felt indeed as she drove away that approbation of providence which a well-regulated mind in possession of most things which it desires might be expected to feel other delusive fancies had one time and another swept across her horizon but after all there could be no doubt that only thus could she have been fitly mated and full development afforded to all the treasures of her spirit as the carriage passed the firs she sighed and put down her veil with a natural sentiment but still she felt it was for the best the member for carlingford must be a busy man occupied about his own affairs and with little leisure for doing good to his fellow-creatures except in a parliamentary way and there are members for counties as well lucilla in the depths of her soul said to herself then there rose up before her a vision of a parish saved a village reformed a county reorganized and a triumphant election at the end the recompense and crown of all which should put the government of the county itself to a certain extent into competent hands this was the celestial vision which floated before miss marjoribanks's eyes as she drove into carlingford and recollected notwithstanding occasional moments of discouragement the successful work she had done and the good she had achieved in her native town it was but the natural culmination of her career that transferred her from the town to the county and held out to her the glorious task of serving her generation in a twofold way among the poor and among the rich if a momentary sigh for grange lane which was about to lose her breathed from her lips it was sweetened by a smile of satisfaction for the county which was about to gain her the lighter preface of life was past, and lucilla had the comfort of feeling that its course had been full of benefit to her fellow-creatures and now a larger sphere opened before her feet and lucilla felt that the arrangements of providence were on the whole full of discrimination and that all was for the best and she had not lived in vain this being the case perhaps it is not necessary to go much further into detail mr ashburton never said anything about his disappointment as might have been expected when he did mention that eventful day at all he said that he had happened accidentally to be calling on miss marjoribanks the day her cousin came home and saw at once the state of affairs and he sent her a very nice present when she was married after all it was not her fault if providence had ordained that it was to be tom how could lucilla fly in the face of such an ordinance and at the same time there was to both parties the consoling reflection that whatever might happen to them as individuals the best man had been chosen for carlingford which was an abiding benefit to all concerned under all the circumstances it was to be looked for that miss marjoribanks's spirit should improve even in her mourning and that the tenacity with which she clung to her father's house should yield to the changed state of affairs this was so much the case that lucilla took heart to show mrs rider all over her childhood's home and to point out all the conveniences to her and even with a sigh to call her attention to the bell which hung over the doctor's bedroom door it breaks my heart to hear it miss marjoribanks said but still dr Ryder will find it a great convenience it was a very nice house and so the new doctor's wife who had not been used to anything so spacious was very willing to say and instead of feeling any grudge against the man who was thus in every respect to take her father's place so sweet are the softening influences of time and personal well-being that lucilla who was always so good-natured made many little arrangements for their comfort and even left the carpets which was a thing nobody could have expected of her and which aunt jemima did not scruple to condemn they are all fitted lucilla said and if they were taken up they would be spoiled and besides we could have no use for them at Marchbank. it was a very kind thing to do and simplified matters very much for the writers who were not rich but aunt jemima in the background could not but pull lucilla's sleeve and mutter indistinct remarks about evaluation which nobody paid any particular attention to at the moment as there were so many things much more important to think of and to do and the presents that came pouring in from every quarter were enough to have made up for twenty carpets lucilla got testimonials so to speak from every side and all carlingford interested itself as has been said in all the details of the marriage as if it had been a daughter of its own and yet it is odd to think that after all i shall never be anything but lucilla marjoribanks she said in the midst of all her triumphs with a certain pensiveness if there could be any name that would have suited her better or is surrounded by more touching associations we leave it to her other friends to find out for at the moment of taking leave of her there is something consoling to our mind in the thought that lucilla can now suffer no change of name as she was in the first freshness of her youthful daring when she rose like the sun upon the chaos of society in carlingford so is she now as she goes forth into the county to carry light and progress there And in this reflection, there is surely comfort for the few remaining malcontents, whom not even his own excellent qualities and Lucilla's happiness can reconcile to the fact that, after all, it was Tom. The end. End of chapter fifty-three. End of Miss Marjoribanks by Mrs. Oliphant, recording by Mariselle